got Andy. Thank you very much for being here, mate. I'm really looking forward to uh, digging into this topic with you. How you doing, Liam? So, this is an interesting one. It's, it's not one which I know much about. So, this is going to be a really interesting uh, conversation for me. So, as described in the title, we're going to be looking at using revenue to manage stock levels and then, as a result of that, increase profitability. Um, it's definitely not something we've looked at so far on the podcast, which so it'll be really interesting for, for listeners. And as I say, it's something that I'm personally really interested in uh, getting to grips with a bit more as well. So the first thing I just want you to kind of outline for us is how is, uh, or what's the sort of the MO at the moment for managing stock levels? How would you say most operators on managing stock levels, like really sort of specifically, um, which I guess kind of means that we need to look at doing it a different way. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's a broad, obviously, stock management is uh, a broad uh, sort of sphere. And a lot of the assumptions are is that if you have a POS system, a back-end system, that sort of obviously you sort of enter your, your stock into and it will spit out a result that that in itself is management managing stock but obviously there's a there's a lot more to it than that and obviously to be really efficient uh with managing your stock levels it really starts with some of the fundamental basics and that's an effective sales forecast because that in itself will inform how much stock you actually require so that's the starting point is what are my sales going to be this week and, and what's that based on? Is that sort of history or is it hunch? You know, I, I think I'm going to do this amount of money or I know this is what I'm going to take. And, you know, for me, when we, when we talk about management stock, what we're really talking about is consumption. How much does the business consume per week? on food and drink in terms of what we require to order in. And to get really good efficiency, how much do we consume Monday to Wednesday, Wednesday to Friday, Friday for Monday? Because, again, a lot of businesses uh, will potentially order what they need, but they're not really ordering it at the right time. And all that's doing is shortening the shelf life of a particular product, especially uh, perishable items. So one of the things that I would recommend uh, to anyone that really wants to get maximum efficiency here is really understand your your products in terms of what you are selling, when you're selling it, and go further of each of the individual items or SKUs, as they're often called, you know, in terms of individual items that you're ordering, whether that be oranges, limes for the bar, or steaks, burgers uh, for the grill, whatever that is, how many individual items do you sell per thousand pounds worth of net sales? Because what that will give you is, well, it's a 40 grand week this week, it's a 60 grand week this week. Law of averages, your consumption is of, of that particular item per thousand pounds worth of sales will average out possibly I, I would I tend to look at a seven to nine week average. Obviously you don't go down to the last burger, try to get maximum efficiency. You'll give you always give yourself a, a day, day and a half extras worth of stock should you get the proverbial coach load rock up and you you're busier than what you might have first thought. But ultimately 
that's a really good way of understanding, you know, your sales, your sales mix. What am I going to sell? When am I going to sell it? And to recap, how much revenue am I actually going to generate in this particular sales week? That will inform, you know, what you're going to order, when you're going to order. And you can break that down further per thousand pounds worth of sales per individual item on on your menu. If you really want to get into the nitty gritty and you know all the data is normally available to you via your your back end your sales reports you know you will have how much you know it'll even give you your day's holding um you know all the information's there it's just it just needs some analysis and some understanding of that and actually you know utilizing that information that's really at your fingertips uh, and doing something with it Mm. okay so i know that a lot of companies a lot of our customers at pillar they don't use sales forecasts to um order stock and manage stock levels so just to qualify the problem a little bit more then how do you think um people they're not using this system where they're using revenue how are they ordering stock what what system generally would you see people using if they weren't using this guesswork you know because they're you know they're 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 probably there'll be somebody within the business that will probably understand just you know almost subconsciously what it is that they're ordering. you know well we we order 20 cases of budweiser a week um and so they keep doing that um what they're not looking at is their consumption because that that could therefore be increasing a holding stock because they've, they've, they've got 10 cases of bud already in stock they order 20 they deplete 20 they order another 20 and they've always got 10 there so essentially you're just holding dead money and also when you're actually if you if, if there is a stock taking system in the business it's just making it harder to count because there's more of it you know taking up storage and there's obviously more of it to disappear in other ways if it if it's there so again, it's just one of those things is you know you want to mitigate against the potential uh, to hold too much too much stock unnecessarily again, adding to you know uh, the potential of wastage of it going off or out of date, et cetera, or just not being utilized and it's just money, dead money um, that just sat there. you know I see it a lot with spirits, wine sellers, you know. Uh, there'll be, you know, look for high volume products like vodka, for example. It's sort of you're going to sell your vodka, but you're not maybe going to sell the six cases of creme de banana that you know one of the <laughs> someone's ordered because uh, you know they they thought it looked pretty or uh, you know they, they signed a deal they didn't need to. So yeah, it, you know the sales forecast is important. There will be businesses not not doing that or not knowing why they're ordering what they're ordering. And it's just best guess, and it's massively inefficient, you know, uh, because if you don't understand what it is that you're consuming and when you're consuming it, then, you know, what else is going on in your business that you're not aware of, you know? Um, so, yeah, one of my one of my sort of um, – when I, if, if working with a client or working with any businesses is, you know, really understand, you know, you think about your GP, your gross profit on your food and drink. It's actually the one – what we call a KPI, the one, the one cost that you actually can control, whether, whether you sell ten grand, or whether you're doing ten grand a week sales or a hundred thousand pound a week sales, you know 
the GP won't lie to you. It's the story of the week. And you write that story every minute of every day. And, you know, whereas if the weather doesn't go right and your staff staff costs are, you know, you haven't got your road to write or whatever it is, you know, it's a, there's a little bit more nuance within your, in your labor mark, labor sort of controls. But your stock, the, the only difference is the impact of wastage. 300 quid in a in a 100 grand week stripping the ocean, 300 quid in a 10 grand week actually becomes a big percentage of wastage of you know unrealized sales potential it's just costing you um so yeah it, it's 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 something that is very very commonplace even with the bigger companies because they've become too reliant on systems and processes oh we've got a system great you've bought a system it doesn't do anything unless you utilize it or know how to utilize it uh and that and that and that will come down to uh training you know so a lot of people will go will show people how to count stock but they don't train people how to manage stock effectively and they just don't know they don't understand consumption um they they know how to place an order and know how to you know put this order onto the system and you know uh, again the facilitation of of managing stock but it's not managing stock it's not knowing where to deal with a problem at root cause isn't isn't there isn't being developed as a skill set so obviously when all this potential revenue or money is missing or stops missing they're, they're often there scratching their heads going oh where's my stock gone and someone must be robbing me or you know it's like <laughs> no before we get to accusing the staff what are what are you actually doing to effectively manage your stock who's managing your stock you know, you know. So um, often, one of one of my things is to actually work with the owners and actually put in the the five key stages of effective stock control and management uh, to really understand the over and under consumption. You know, opportunity where it's going to happen, uh, and then what to do to mitigate it. Um, and obviously, how you know, if you're training your staff, where you're training your staff. Um, so yeah, that's that's something that you know. Is there's a lot of low hanging fruit in a lot of businesses um, by simply managing the basics effectively. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's assume that the listener at the moment is ordering stock kind of off intuition, and they they know what they've been doing, and they think they know what works, but there's some sort of inefficiencies there that could be improved. So we've talked about the fact that we need to start drilling into sales forecast data. And then underneath that, we need to actually know when we're consuming certain products so that we can order them in at the right times. So to some people, that will sound like a mammoth task because to actually drill into that data sounds, you know, for some people, some operators, that's just something that they either feel like they can't do or maybe they just don't want to do because it it sounds like a really big job. What tangibly what are some of the tools and like how would you start that if you've never done that task before how would you sit down and actually start that task um yeah i mean it's um it, obviously it really depends on you know some some businesses will have some great tools uh, some great pos and back-end stock management systems that they simply have not really fully understood what its capability is so it could start with look you've got a great system you know say it's zonal for example rolls royce of you know pos and back-end stock management systems 
Um, it'll be, well, are you leveraging as much support you can in terms of training to understand where the reports lie? So you can simply pull a report and it, it's giving you the answers, essentially. It's almost producing your order for you. And some systems actually can can actually do that. It will say, this is what you need. Uh, and you know, even I've heard, even heard some systems where it's automated. It's, you know, you just type in your sales and it will automate exactly what you need to order when you need to order it because uh, it's got it down to that point. It just, you know, there's a, I guess there's a bit of human fail safe. Um, but if you're not used to used to doing that, then it is a hard one because, you know, you, you've got to sort of teach that in, you know. Um, and for me, I guess it's it, it becomes habits, you know, they, if they've got an existing business, they would have been doing some some form of ordering, um, so it would be seek to understand, okay, so why do you order this? And often it will be, well, because we sell it. Okay, and then it's the next logical step. Well, how much do you sell? Well, we, we, we sell a fair bit. When do you sell it? Well, we're really busy on a, on a, on a, on a Friday and Saturday. So all, all, already they've probably got the insights. It, it's, it's sometimes, you know, certainly when you look at computer systems, it can be bamboozling, but actually they've got, they know. They actually probably know better than the, the system they're using, what they order, when they order it. So it's just taking it to the next logical steps and breaking it down. You know, well, you know, what what your weekly sales this week? Uh, well, you know, we, we, we've been averaging about 30 net a week and well, we've got, there's a football match at the weekend, so we'll probably get an uplift. And so all, all the data's there. It's just really sort of, amassing the data um without you know it doesn't have to be too technical or scientific it, it's the answers are there you know if they've got an existing business they would have been doing something for some reason it's just understanding what what where their rationale lies and then sharing that experience for for maximum efficiency and just trying to illuminate well look there's some real opportunities here you know you, you you're ordering once a week because you know you know what you're ordering you know but you that order is coming in on Monday. Well, actually, if you break it down, you know your your company will deliver it to you three times a week. You know, actually order order X amount to come in on a Monday, but then do another order so it comes in on a Wednesday, and you're maximising the shelf life. And you, you know, certainly storage space is tight, and you know, um, you know, you, there'll be just little things that you can, some little quick wins that actually will start to help. And it's just, you know trying to bed that in without it becoming that oh it seems like a lot of work i've now got rather than one order i've got to do three orders and uh you know and obviously i've got to take someone to someone's got to take that delivery in so it might be extra labor costs and all that so it's just breaking it down and seeing the need um you know it could be okay well look, you're doing the one order get it coming on a thursday then because you know 80 percent of your sales are on the weekend and at least you know you're going to give that stop the best possible shelf life so there's always uh, a win, but you know what I what I try to do with all businesses is to make them understand the five key stages of effective stock management. Because wherever there is a problem with, I guess, wastage within the business, that wastage will be occurring in one or all five of those essentially critical control points of stock management. Uh, whether it be you know a hundred grand a week business or a fifty grand a week business, whether it be a, a corporate chain or an independent, you know, it's universal. Those five key principles. 
Just outline them for us, please, Andy. You know, when, when we're talking about stock management, often people will talk about wastage, wastage. Well, essentially, the wastage is, is you know, well, what, what was the maximum sales you could have done and what was the best GP based on the sales mix and how much you sold it for, including, you know, obviously, once you've taken into account any discount and et cetera, it will, it will give you a notional or some people call it a theoretical GP. Okay. So that's the best result you could have got. And then there's actually what you did take and what your GP is based on the stock take you've just done and produced the result. And that gap, obviously, whether, well, actually, we, sh- we, we should have easily achieved 78% GP liquor. And, you know, most businesses combine their food and liquor together and give you a, you know, a total consumption. Um, and if, if it's 4% gap, then you've wasted 4%. Uh, and that can have a cash, you know, on a, you know, on a hundred grand week, that's quite a lot of money on a 10 grand week. It's still, you know, a few hundred quid. Um, and it's understanding where that wastage comes from. Obviously, you know, there is going to be natural wastage, what we would call tolerance. Um, and that will be, you know, breakages, spillages, you know, over prep things going off that's and, and obviously you account and factor that in to possibly the budget that you've given but the five key stages well we, we've touched on one of the biggest ones and that's effective ordering you know what do i need to order when do i need it to come in and how do i protect that product going through my business every day how do i protect that uh and give it the best possible shelf life so there is little or wasted so order what you need as you know because if you order too much what happens it can go off straight into the wasted bin, you know. Receiving, right? who's taking that order in? Who's checking it? Who's verifying what you ordered is actually arrived? Was the right weight, right quality? Now, often this is given to some junior person, you know. Now, the same junior person you wouldn't let probably count the safe, yet there's probably 10 grand's worth of stock on that delivery, <laughs> probably more value to you than what's it. Let him count the safe. <laughs> there's more value on that delivery and often you've got a delivery driver oh, i'm backed up here just sign this and he's off down the road selling your stakes to one of your competitors you know the reality is if you accept that delivery you're paying for it and then obviously you want to rotate that stock again uh to give it the best possible shelf life so we call that a lot of businesses call that fifo first in first out but again we want to rotate and make sure that you know the new stuff is going to the back and the stuff that needs to be used first basics. But again, if you don't have good storage or you've got too, you've ordered, you've holding too much stock, it's just masses. And ma- it, obviously, you know, again, we're all busy, but that stuff will go get the new delivery will get used first. And of course, what happens to the old stuff, it goes off and everyone's scratch your head going, oh, why have we wasted a load of stuff? Um, or even worse, we're tempted to utilize it when it's past its, it's sell-by date. So obviously, you know, some bad practices can creep in. Then you've got probably one of the biggest and most important uh, critical control points, and that's recipe adherence. Now, each most businesses will work to a specification. If that's a pizza, it will be, well, there's 20 slices of pepperoni on that. You don't want to rob the customer's plate by putting 10 on because they'll notice that and they'll stop coming, and obviously that affects your sales. So it's self-deprecating. Um, what you don't want to do is put 35 on there because obviously lucky customer, they're getting, you know, but it, it's too much. And so therefore you're over consuming. Um, if we're not reading orders back and we 
we cut the steak well done when it should have been medium. Well, and then the customer had to wait for that. And so we placate them, give them, I don't know, 30% discount. So that's 200% of the ingredients for 70% of the income. That's your GP being eroded right there. You know, your bartender who's cut up 200 limes on a Monday, what? You're going to sell two bottles of Krona Sunshine. You know, uh, you don't need to do that. So again, that prep and par levels, you know, the amount of times I walk into kitchens and the chefs have prepped for the day and they filled up all the cold wells and with loads of mayonnaise and tomatoes and cucumber and all the perishable stuff. Uh, looks fantastic, but it's a 500 quid lunch. You forecast to do four grand on the day, but only 500 quid of it is going to be done between 11 and five. And again, chop the tomato for a day. It chop, chop the tomato, it's good for a day. Don't chop it, it's good for three days. We didn't need to chop us, you know, you could have half filled the cold wells and prepped appropriately. But again, that goes back to that initial forecast. And is that information being shared with your management team, your chefs? Do they understand where we're going to take the money so therefore they can prep effectively? Or is it just we do this every day, we fill it all up and it looks pretty and we do this every day and then we're scratching our heads at the end of the week? No one notices a pundit of tomatoes or, or strawberries, you know, go missing if it's a bottle of crystal that's gone oh my god you know it's like everyone notices the high ticket value items mm-hmm. um but it's the little things that are eroding your margin you 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 will then why is my why is my gp lower at the end of the week uh, it's because you've been chucking it away every day you know so that's why i say you know it's it's the story of the week it's the story you can do as many line checks i see all these coming oh we do line checks whoopity do we record wasted it means nothing to nobody <laughs> you know because it doesn't mitigate the wastage happening when it actually happened. You can record waste and give you know some businesses will have uh, produced a report and it'll be a variance report. But that's assuming that everything's linked to the tills correctly, it's depleting correctly, that it, all the recipes are right. I mean, they're a great tool if they're accurate. And if you record a bit of wastage and you enter it and, it, and you sort of say, well, you know. We know we've got this 600 quid gap recorded 300 quid. We know that we chucked 300 quid away. Uh, we can work on that, but there's 300 quid still. We, we sort of, it's a great guide, but it's not the answer. It's not, it's the physical things that you will do. Um, because again, you know, recording that wastage doesn't, it doesn't solve the problem, what I call that root cause. And, and the fifth and final one is the reconciliation Ordered, ordered two cases of vodka. They come 12 to a case, so I should have 24 bottles. And a minute, we only received 18 bottles. You know, so again, it's that, you know, re- that reconciliation, you know, that the invoice matches the order and, you know, you're not paying for anything that you shouldn't, again, because straight away that's going to affect your 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 sort of optimum uh, GP. Um, so all of that, in itself is where you know goes back effective forecast effective ordering receiving well rotating it following your recipes and specs you know reckon you know reconciling that's going to mitigate the wastes from occurring you're going to know where the problem lies and how to fix it as opposed to well the computer says one thing and i've got the other and often you know there's the, what they call it i call the ghost in the machine a manager will go oh well you know we the value report said we're missing 50 stakes and that's why my stock that's 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 why i'm missing 600 quid did you sell the stake yeah did you cook the stake yeah well you've had stake money and you cut the stake so just because it didn't deplete from the pru's not linked correctly it didn't deplete that's not your problem that's 
that's a misnomer right there. That's not your problem. Um, and often so much time is expended chasing that, oh, it's the, it's the computer system. You know, well, I'm old enough to remember when we didn't have POS systems. We had triplicate uh, pads and X reads and Z reads. We didn't we didn't have all the fancy variant support. So we we had we, we had to utilize things like bin bin books, and we really had to understand what was happening at those five critical stages. And I think that's a little bit of the the artwork and nuance that is being lost. And that's what we need to get back to. It's great to have the systems. I love technology i'm a big proponent of technology anything that's going to make my life easier is great but it doesn't replace replace the gray matter that's required to utilize that tool in the first instance to 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 get the benefits from that tool so again that goes to training and development of of your team or or putting people with the responsibility for stocks like head chefs and bar managers and restaurant managers to you know to work and, and and for them to understand their part uh, within that and what, what they can actually do and the results that are actually achievable. Um, and I think, you know, like I say, you know, it's, it's great to have some good measures in place and the offline check. Look, it's it's a good practice, um, but it's not as good as actually getting two or three competent people to receive the order in in the first instance and make sure that, you know, the Parmesan wheel is actually two kilograms, not 1.5, you know, uh, and that's just one product, you know. So, you know, because companies will absolutely chance their arms, you know, if they, if they think that no one's checking, if you're the guy that's checking that and chasing down a two, three pence difference on every invoice, they're going to make sure your delivery's right, hundred <laughs> you know, percent every time. They're not going to. They're going to get so tight. Uh, you know, obviously, within certain large companies, you agree a certain tolerance, you know. A, you know, 0.5 here now that's fair you know because that hat fish you know certain things you know will happen you know we don't want to be pedantic but certainly if you're paying for a product you've got to make sure it's arrived and it's in the best possible condition and within the shelf life that you've agreed how many you know the amount of times that i would see even vac pack steaks they would come in and we're meant to you know we had all agreed you no know, they, they should have at least 10 days on them and they'd be coming in with two or three days because they're that packed, everyone, oh, well, you know, we've got a, it gets accepted. You don't sell enough steaks. And of course, they get straight, straight in the bin. Mm. Uh, so there's a lot businesses can be doing, large and small, by just doing the absolute basics correctly. Uh, but I would say start with that sales forecast. You know, how much are we going to do? How, how, how is that made up of? I'm trying to break that down and break that down. And there's there's proper victories in there for small businesses and large businesses, uh, but just understanding this uh, because it is one of the biggest costs, if not the the biggest cost apart from labour to the business. Superb, Andy, you've done a fantastic job of breaking that down. There's absolutely loads of really actionable stuff there, so I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time. Really, really appreciate it. Your details will be in the show notes, so if anybody wants to reach out and contact you directly for more support they can do. And yeah, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it.